Don't let the Canadian. The fucking Avengers. Spot drop. Spot thrown on us. Mark Morrow, world championship, heavyweight champion of the world. I am a king of an entire nation, and I can't get a microphone that works. No. Live, pal. Do we start with the news, or do we start with the lost episode? Yeah. Uh, let's keep them waiting. Let's start with the news. Get the lost the episode news. after. Tell them that story after, but uh, what is the news? Um, oh, CM Punk wanted to be in the blood and guts, but uh, the Bucks would not let him. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm not uh, surprised. I mean, no, but like, it's so funny. Every week, it's like one side says something, you're like, oh, fuck the Bucks. The next week, you're like, yeah, fuck CM Punk. Like, it's just constant. It's hilarious. Like, it's amazing yeah. they're in the same company. It's, well, yeah, it's, it's not just that like it's so to me this whole collision thing is going to backfire unfortunately because a the show's just not going to do the ratings that it needs to do and then the bucks are going to use it to say hey punk isn't really the numbers mover in this company it's all designed for failure and they're going to say that as though they're the ones drawing ratings on the main show when nobody nobody tunes in to see the bucks no one i mean unfortunately people tune in by habit We've seen the highest number they've ever done was when Punk debuted on Rampage, which now does the the second lowest numbers out of the three shows, apparently. Um, I don't know, man. It's it's a mess, but it's funny that it's going to get messier until Tony Khan grows a pair. Because, like, you can't appease both sides of this shit. Also, at this point, the report is that Omega was actually okay with Punk being in this match. It was the Bucks that said no. So... That doesn't surprise me. That, no, like, I, I, like, it doesn't surprise me that Omega is willing to do business in the punks, uh, the, the Bucks are. are yeah, not. which exactly. Yeah, no. I, I honestly, I. What do the Bucks bring to this? Nothing at this point. Nothing. They bring nothing. They're, they're not, not even over like, anymore. They're not like yeah. they're not over anymore. There's just no other way to say it. They're not yeah. over anymore. Their best no. match in the past few years was the tag match against uh, Kenny and Hangman, and. Or the, uh, what was it, the triple cage with the Penta and Phoenix and someone. someone yeah, I mean, that, that was, was too, yeah. didn't have as strong of a story to me. That was more no. of a spot fest. Yeah, for sure. But no, so... I, I feel like it's almost like what was predicted by many of us. Like, hey, if you take these indie darlings and put them on a syndicated weekly show, we get bored of them really quick because they're used to wrestling one match a month, doing a big hullabaloo about it, and then like... They leave on to the next thing next month. Like yep. when you have to do weekly I mean, things, it, their their lack of character shows. Well, I mean that's that's the way that getting over on the indie scene is these days versus having to stay over on television. Uh, there's a classic adage, right? Anybody can get over. It's hard to stay over. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, with that said, look at someone like Cardona, right? Who 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 is still refused to sign an exclusive contract with any one promotion. Because he knows that that would ruin this run. Yeah, because that's smart. That's what he's doing. He, Yeah, exactly. Look at Cody, who had a great run. Then he signed with this promotion, and he was the first casualty of this. Yeah. Um, and then look at someone like also Jeff Jarrett. He was garnering a lot of attention for his new Man in Black gimmick when he popped up in GCW. As right. soon as he signed here with AEW, it's like, oh, TNA. Wow, wow, yeah, wow, now we're wow. broke. Yeah, okay. yeah. So, I mean, like, it, in order to sustain overness... It's, I mean, as somebody who's been a local musician, your band can't play every fucking weekend. 
nobody wants to see your band every fucking weekend. If you guys need the experience of getting out there and playing every fucking weekend, I suggest you learn a three-hour set of covers, get some experience, and get paid for it. Because you need to be business-minded. And if people want to hear your music and pay tickets, and you're going to pay a room fee, like $400 at a local bar, just to put your show together... Well, like I was going to say, you, like, as a local musician like that, right, so a lot of them will do mostly covers and then, you know, sneak in a couple of their own songs just to, you know, hey, this is an original, check it out, and that's kind of how you build it, right? Well, back in the day, that's how it went. Nowadays, right. you see these pay-to-play shows where mm. local musicians are, are having to sell 20 tickets just to be on the bill to open up for a band that should have their own following, but at the end of the day those fans can afford a $50 ticket to a place that's maybe a $30 ticket venue. And when right, their friends right. are in the local band and they have the $30 presale tickets, if you buy them through the band, that's, that's right. how the scene stays functioning. I was going to say, I, 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 yeah, I know a lot of like people I know in the scene, like they always are like, Hey, reach out to me to buy your ticket. I'm like, well, why wouldn't I just go through the venue? And like what you said, it's because they have the pre ones that are cheaper so they can sell it. They're cheaper. Pay, and then they, and have, they have to sell, to sell a certain amount. Yeah, in right, order to it, be on the show. And if they don't, they have to pay out of pocket the amount say, that those tickets would cost to stay on the say, show. Yeah, I was going to say, if they, don't, if they don't sell them, basically they're just like, well, I guess we're eating 30 tickets at 20 bucks a pop. Right. So yeah. with that in mind, which wrestling is not based on live ticket sales anymore, which yeah. is obvious when every week that AEW runs a show, Twitter is filled with pictures of the hard cam sign empty. And people are like, well, that's hard cam sign. Fuck you. Like, when Tony and I went to our first Raw, February 26, 2001, which she covered here on the archives, if you go back, um, the, the entire crowd was full. The upper decks were full. The entire arena was sold out. Oh, Not sure. everything but hard side, and then there were some curtains over hard side. No, they didn't run it like that back then. I don't think they had one coverage camera, what we call uh, hard side camera, and yeah. then everything else was handheld on the floor. I don't think WWF had a crane camera. Uh, no, they had one to cover the entrance, one crane to cover yeah. the entrance, and that was still on the floor, literally on a crane. Yeah. So hard camera side was filled with fans. Uh, at the end of the day, when we're talking businesses up or businesses down, business is down because when the arenas are full, that's when business is up. It's not well, it, about a bottom line or a dollar amount. No, so to me. when the arenas are a, full, business yeah. is up. There's a bit of a caveat to that, and we're talking about like week to week, like. Big pay-per-views events were ex- those don't count because those are always you know those are always going to have big numbers. We're talking about like weekly, you know. Yeah, we're going television. To, we're, yeah, we're going. Look to- at something like and AEW is fucking really bad at this right now. They're um over. They're bloating their mar- markets. They didn't need to be in Canada for five days, five shows straight, um two, three maximum. But you're not WWE, and this isn't WrestleMania weekend, and this isn't Royal Rumble weekend. No. Forbidden Door might be a big show to them, but even TNA didn't do that. When Bound for Glory was here in 2012, we didn't get Impact the Thursday prior and the Thursday afterwards. Yeah, at exactly. some, you know, no, like that doesn't make sense. They're well, no, I spending think, I money. Think, honestly, I think the only time, even WWE, the only time they stay in a city now is the Raw after Mania. No, they do the big four. So the big four, they'll stay. It depends. So like right now, since like money in the bank, for example, was just in the UK, they're kind of going all over the place. But when the rumble was here, what, four years ago, raw was here the night after and SmackDown was on Mm. uh, Fridays. It was here the night before or the two days before. Right. Because it's Sunday, Monday, Tuesday is your TV days. Right. 
So they had they had Friday, Sunday, and Monday. Uh, yeah. So they ran the whole weekend here. But it was a big promotion. It's one of the big four, and I would argue that the Royal Rumble's number two. Uh, yeah. They want SummerSlam to be number two, but Rumble's oh. always been number yeah, two. Yeah, Rumble's number two. Um, and because our light rail trains were covered in a WWE wrap, I remember seeing a giant oh, Becky Lynch yeah. face. Yeah, oh, okay. giant Becky Lynch face. I was like, that's kind of terrifying. I'm not gonna lie to you. It was a little um, sketchy. Giant Oscar face. I remember mm-hmm. the two of them were on there for some reason. Um, but yeah, uh, I mean, coming from where the industry is these days, it doesn't make sense to have. Um, MJF opening collision with a nobody in a squash match when he's the champion. I, I will say that's one thing I've noticed. I feel like AEW opens with him almost every show, and it's almost the same effect that we had with Punk when he was champion. Remember in the 434-day reign? He was opening oh, yeah. almost every show, and he he was pissed. He's like, why am I not the main event? I'm the champion. That's because they had Cena. It's kind of the same now. Like, MJF's the champion, but like he's not closing the shows because you've got Omega, Punk. Like You got, you know... Well, they're they're closing the shows poorly. I think it's a different it's a different thing, and here's why. And people argued that Raw tapers off in viewers because of the three hour format, but all of the shows taper off in viewers now, regardless of length, regardless of starting number. The finishing number is always lower, which wasn't the case back in the Attitude Era. Sometimes right. the main event had more viewers than the opening segment. Yeah. Um, sometimes yeah, the second segment or third segment, like this is your life. Did that open the show? I don't remember. I think it opened the nine o'clock hour. I think it was the second hour yeah, of the I think show, it was, uh, and that yeah. popped an eight rating. That that was the highest rating. Well, I, think I mean, ever. To, again, like to be fair, million... ba- to be fair, back in the day, like it was a thing. Like we were wrestling fans. I know there were times where we like call, like, "Are you watching?" No, no, let me turn it on. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, that was a real thing nowadays. Or you'd with, flip you know, over because, oh, no, I'm watching Nitro, you know, yeah. oops, you know. Oh, do I want to watch Tank Abbott dance or do I want to watch fucking Stone Cold beat the shit out? You know, well, well you know, I, <laughs> Norman Smiley yeah. was usually going to be on my TV. Yeah. If Norman or Tank Abbott is out there dancing, I, I don't care what the fuck Stone Cold's doing. That is not relevant. <laughs> well, especially if Stone Cold's a heel. And over here we have G.I. Bro. G.I. Oh, God. You brought it. You meant. You said it. You did it. Oh, no, Stone Cold's heel turn didn't happen until after WCW closed. It, it was a bad example. It, it happened at WrestleMania 17. I had to correct that. I, I don't know. It's uh, it's something. What else is? What else? We have more news. I'm sure there's a couple. Uh, more Kenny Omega lost Kota Ibushi at the airport. That yeah. Uh, so oh yeah. So I guess we'll mention. So uh, the blood and guts match kind of got, as is AEW tradition, got fucked because people keep getting hurt. Um. So what is it? It's a. Uh, Ibu- oh, Ibushi's- the original collision main event got fucked because uh, right, the one before uh, Forbidden Door got fucked because up until that day, they thought they had Kenta. Yeah. And then he just, nah. Yeah. Which explains why Punk suddenly was against, you know, a random 53-year-old Japanese man. Yep. Uh, but yeah, so what was it? Originally, it was supposed to be, who got hurt in the Blood and Guts match? There's two people that got hurt, right? It was Bri- uh, Brian, obviously. Uh, Mark Briscoe. Right? No. Mark or no? Was yep. it? No, maybe. Mark Briscoe did just get hurt, but he was did he in just the match? Get hurt. No, he was in a match. He was in a match with Claudio for the title. Yeah, so he's out. Well, that was Ring of Honor. That was a different thing. Entirely. Ring of Honor. Yeah, no, the Blood and Guts. It was so <laughs> entirely uh, different promotion. Yeah, Brian Danielson was going to be in it. Obviously, PCC. He's out, and they replaced him with somebody. Who the hold on? I got to. I got to look it up. 
They were going to replace him with Punk. Moxley was okay with it. Uh, the Bucks weren't. Omega Moxley was, was okay. Omega was chill. I'm looking at Nobody asked Moxley. Wheeler Yuta how he felt. No, well, I mean, do we? No one. Does no, that's even, my I point. Nobody cares. But I mean, yeah, nobody I asked Wheeler Yuta. It's just a fact. Yeah. I was just reporting the facts here, folks. Yeah, that's what we do. Um, who I I know this. Like I just saw this. I don't. I, I'll keep looking and digging. But yeah. So, um, Ibushi's well, good in thing for we the don't box. actually claim to be a news source podcast. We're an opinionated podcast. This is an opinion. This is editorial format. Yeah, yeah. We're not. We we're not reporters. Uh, let me. Uh, bu- 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 right. So it's black. Okay. So it's Moxley, Claudio, and Wheeler. Oh, take a sh- Oh, Pac, Pack, whatever. That's right. That's it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Which I like. Uh, yeah, Neville uh, is in there. And the then, man yeah, that gravity forgot. The man that we forgot. Yeah, and then of course we've got a new name for the other team. It's now called the Golden Elite because if the it, you know they just have to. So Omega, Page, Jackson, Jackson, and Ibushi. Because well, versus... the Golden Boys are there both. Right. And yeah. Then the Elite. EC. Yeah. So, uh, so that, I mean, how does Kenny lose his his lover in a bathroom? You know, I mean his friend. I mean his friend in a bathroom. Was, what, I, why am it. I assuming it's a bathroom? I assume it is. Uh, uh, but it's funny though. So we only have those two matches. <laughs> That's all we have. We know it's them. That's a blood and guts match, and then we have the uh, Guevara and Garcia versus Cole and MJF. Which obviously Cole and MJF are going to win. For a title match, because of course that it's an odd po- you have to, and also I love the Adam Cole MJF team. It's so good. It's fantastic. It's <laughs> it, it, it's all right. I like, I like that it. they uh, they paid homage to the WrestleMania 2000 commercial with Mankind and The Rock, The Rock and oh, Sock yeah. Connection. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, playing the game. They did a Fight Forever promo that that was that was pretty. It was homage. Oh, I, I, I don't want to call it. I don't think we've talked about it, but uh, don't buy that the game. game. Don't buy it. Yeah, I bought it. Nope. I bought it and then I returned it within two hours because I'm not even lying. I'm pretty sure Warzone had more character creation options than this game. It absolutely did. Warzone had actually at the time the first and best character creation option. Yeah. And I created a faithful Yokozuna and Vader in Warzone, which were needed in that 98 yeah. roster. If you knew yeah. anything like, about anything. Yeah. No, I, so I, I created a character, and I was going through it, and I'm used to uh, wrestling games. I usually try and create the same guy. Very similar. So this game, you can't just put tattoos wherever you want. You can choose only pre-existing tattoos where they're set. Uh, you can't put back tattoos and arm tattoos separately. Can't do that. Uh, you can't put a shirt on him. unless Like, there's no shirt option. It's just, it can be a full attire but no shirt specifically so there's no top or bottom which means it has less customization well, than so no there's there's bottoms there's no tops specifically it has to be like yeah, a but singlet the, the, or the top is attached to the bottom yeah exactly which i don't know if you remember in wrestlemania 2000 there was a tire and then a tire top and then a tire bottom there exactly. were three there yeah. were singlets and then there was tops and then there was bottoms. yeah it was bad and then like the the entrance creation they're touting it as good no it is it is like what was the one we was it um day of reckoning like that series of games on the gamecube was the uh, the peak of entrance creation um well the no i disagree so the, that one was the peak of character creation because you could take your own picture to put you in the selection um, screen gotcha. but 
the the best entrance creation was Raw Two for the original Xbox. That's okay. That's what I was because saying. Because you could, you could put the, in your own you music, could, your own music, and then you could video. time every light and every pyro. And they and did we, not and, limit you to pyros. You could do no, as many but as you the wanted. the pyros included things like Triple H's spitting and Carlito's apple, certain yes. little weird entrance things that had particle effects because Carlito would spit the apple, right? Yes, so there was a little get, bit yep. of apple spit. Yep. So we had a character. And you could time them any time during the entrance that you wanted. So we had a character that did Stacy Keebler's move getting into the ring, and when he bent down to do the legs thing, he spat water like Triple H. Mm-hmm. It was fantastic. If you could do that in 2003, I want to yeah. say 03 because Goldberg was on the cover. Um, yeah. yeah, if you could do that 20 years ago, why not now? What a, what a great game. In fact, no, yeah, a terrible it- game. The gameplay is awful. But the character creation is amazing. No, and honestly, so uh, I'll admit, I I didn't even like, I didn't even get into gameplay. Like, I was so put off by because the first thing you do when you get a new wrestling game is you create your character. It's the first thing you're gonna. If you don't do that, you're playing the game wrong. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Uh, yeah, and so like I started creating because like I I had heard that the career mode, if you use a you know a actually like, I'll say agreed or depends if it's a 2k game with you know that the the career mode is based on a character and you like that character a lot okay, you can you can do that first so if it's like the the undertaker defeat the streak mode I would I yeah, played that first fair enough but in general you're gonna go into the creation make your guy because usually when you play the career mode you're gonna want to play your character you pick that's your that's guy the, yeah, yeah that's, that's the, the point in fact in many games you had to play yeah. the career mode with your created character yeah, so it, I don't know. I was I was deeply disappointed. Uh, I I think I I think I bought the special edition, so it was like eighty something bucks. Yeah, like two hours in, I was just like, no, I'm no. I returned it, and I I have no interest in the game now, which sucks because I was excited for it. The gameplay looked cool, but also from what I like, I didn't even play it. But I'm hearing it's less like No Mercy in that era. I think it was you that told me, and it's more like the early SVRs, which is like, oh, they're good, but that's not what I was told this yeah would be. it it's uh, it's arcadey but it's not see there's something very specific about the aki games and it's that your strike you you tap and you hold and your grapple you tap and you hold mm-hmm. and if you if you nail those two things then you've got the right system and this game kind of almost does it but not really and like it's such a simple thing if if your your dominant button your your x your a on an Xbox controller, your X on a PlayStation controller is your grapple button. And then your strike button is your X, your blue button on an Xbox controller, your square button on a controller, on a PlayStation controller. That's your strike button. And you tap. Yeah. Like, that is all we needed. That's all we wanted. That's no. all we're asking for. And we're not getting it. No. <clears throat> so, yeah. I, uh, it don't doesn't buy, play don't the buy. way that we want it to. Oh, and again, um, just the, the create, like, for a game that's been in development for, what, what are we, two years now we've been teased this? Like, it's just... Well, I was in a, a now-defunct wrestling group chat, and when the PC specs came out of what was required to play this game, I already was like, guys, this is not good. Yeah. And they were like, what do you mean? I was like, well, this is like two generations behind in specs. Like, what this game requires in specs is bad. And they're like, well, what if the game... I mean, you just, you're, you're talking... You don't know, man. Like, they literally gave me shit for being apprehensive about... <clears throat> Trust me, dude. I am the biggest fan of the N64 wrestling games. They're the only ones I still play. I don't go back and even play Here Comes the Pain. I only go back to Revenge, World Tour, No Mercy, 2000. 
those four games are perfection. And the WWF ones are better because you can create your own character, and No Mercy is the best one because it has the richest character creation suite. Right. Smackdown Mall. Um, now, that said, like, I had a lot of fun character creating in the Smackdown, Shut Your Mouth, and Here Comes the Pain games. I didn't have as much fun playing them. We're talking about gameplay. The N64 games reign supreme. So I'm not talking about all the graphics are what's going to ruin this game. But if it wanted to be competitive, because they're pricing it like a AAA game. Mm -hmm. And if you're Mm -hmm. pricing this game at $60 to $80, then it needs to look like a $60 to $80 game. Otherwise, price it to $30. If it's an indie game, which the money they've spent on it, the millions and millions of dollars they've spent on this game, it's not not an indie game. These are The Ukes is a real AAA developer. However, they're rusty. WWE dropped them for a reason and gave the entirety of the, of the game to 2K Studios because Ukes, I don't know if you remember, produced some pretty broken, shitty, lame, uh, phoned-in SmackDown games at the end. Yeah. No, like, well, like all U- of them. <laughs> yeah. Like, Ukes think, like- made the engine in 2001 for SmackDown Just Bring It, and I'm pretty sure the SmackDown vs. Raw engine ran on that engine. For its entirety. No, yeah, you're, you're getting into of the you're, series. Yeah, you're getting and you're getting in like for a more like relevant to today like comparison for video games. You're looking at uh, like Bethesda, who refuses to use a new engine. They're just, oh yeah, we've got uh, you know, Elder Scrolls three, four online. Yeah, we're making the new one on. It's just like Fallout. Like just at some point, you can't keep using the same engine. You need a it new one. It costs a lot of money to develop oh, an engine, but... But you have to do it. It's something you have and, to do and, and even then, you might have some hiccups. Like, look at Rockstar. The Rage mm. engine, ultra-realistic physics, way beyond Havoc and the Ragdoll. Um, yeah. They went a little overboard in GTA 4 to where if you, like, tapped a light post, you'd hit your head on the steering wheel and fucking... Like, like, yeah, you'd fly out of the car way too easily, so it lost yeah. a lot of its arcadey feel. However... They, they were able to fine-tune that engine to fit the GTA universe and also fit the Red Dead 1 and 2 universe, and it's yeah. the same engine. Yeah. Um, and other games use it. I'm pretty sure L.A. Noir runs on Rage. Um, I believe so. But, like, if a company is willing to spend the money on their, you know, which is going to be red oh, no. on their uh, bottom so, line. Okay, so L.A. Noir, L.A. Noir does not actually, it's, it uses its own, which is probably why it was so expensive, because they, they use, like, Well, custom... they use the, the same facial thing. That's yeah. in Red Dead and everything else. Rockstar kind of okay. owns that. Yeah. That's, that's, like, how everybody looks real in Rockstar games now. Right, like, yeah, you can yeah, hire right. an actor, and they look just like the person, but it's yeah, also yeah, kind of yeah. odd how their eyes move. Yeah, 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 that all starts here with L.A. Noir and the lie detection shit. But yeah, total sidebar. That's what but we yeah, do here. On no, but show. yeah, so like, what, what we can agree, like, what, like the last, like, what SVR maybe two thousand six was kind of like, it was still good, and then after that, it was just like this is the same thing. Yep, it different roster, beca- same yeah. game. Yeah, exactly. Uh, different characters, career mode. Like this year, it's Mark Henry's Hall of Pain. Next year, it's John Cena's whatever. The yeah, Hall of the Hall of shit. yeah, and then of course we. 2K took over, and then we've had what? 2K since 2014, I think they've been in charge, or maybe. 12? Um. Well, n- no, it's they've been the publisher since uh, THQ went out. Mm, okay. So that started in. Oh yes, yeah, so the yeah, first WB game 12. was 2K14. Yeah, 14 12 was, the, was the last. Was uh, or I think 12 and 13 were the or 
I think 12 was the last... Let me look. 12 was like the end of THQ, I think. And then 13 was like an in-between, kind of? Is that right? Okay. And oh, then no, they were no. called okay, 2K, no. yeah, but so it wasn't until the disaster that was the 2K21 yeah. game, or 2K20 game, where yeah. they just took two years off. That's right, when yeah. Ukes, I think, was no longer involved yeah, at all. That makes sense, yeah. Um, yeah, I, for, I forgot they took a full two years off. I'm sure Vince wasn't thrilled about that. Um, You know, I think Vince didn't give a shit. The superstars mm. who probably got royalties from their uh, being games every year probably really gave a shit. You know what? That's fair. What else? Happened? Oh, your boy's in a feud with your other boy. Yeah. That's so I got to open up my, uh, my phone for that because Twitter is yeah. no longer a public resource. You have to have a Twitter account to view anybody's Twitter. Thanks, uh, it's, Elon. Yeah, it's just like Instagram now. Same thing. It's awful. Um, so I'm going to pull up Matt Hardy's Twitter on my phone. A lot of these might be deleted by now. Hopefully not. Hey, this Matt was Hardy. Well, he is really good at deleting, to be fair. To be fair, that's like his number one thing. Yeah, like, oh, well, other than making children is deleting. Those are his top two things. Yeah, if he could delete his ejaculation, maybe he wouldn't have some. Well, okay, so Matt Hardy's greatest features. One, deleting. Two, procreating. <laughs> um, and I don't know. Three. three uh, he strongly dislikes mustard. I was going to say, he, it, yeah, he really hates <laughs> mustard. Like, that's his third greatest feature. Oh, and he's a cha- multi-time champion. Then fuck that, though, the mustard thing. It says Matt Hardy always wears a condom during sex. We that know is, that's a no, lie. No, that is that is so the we most cannot lie. we cannot take any Matt fact unless he's broken the condom every single time he had a child. Hey, you know I can imagine that. I might. might I need to go that. to just replies and see where we go from here. Yeah. So basically, I don't even remember what start. What was the the like the starting of this didn't Cornette say some shit and matt got mad at him no matt just said something about the toxic Cornette. oh so matt like okay, matt okay. matt you people just bring up Cornette's name to address people not liking aew like out of nowhere they're just like people don't get it because of that toxic Cornette crew of shock jock bullshit and like i'm trying to find it and he tweets so much Good, good yeah, God, yeah, dude. Yeah. Get off of Twitter. Fucking do something else. You, you're already, you're as over as you're ever going to be. It's never going to go up from here. Your last run was the broken run. You don't have another one. The, the runs are over. Oh, yeah. So, so Hardy essentially <laughs> was shitting on the toxic Cornette cult because he was praising the elite. And we know how Corny feels about the elite and how he likes to, you know, he, he likes to type. Well... I, yeah, it's it's uh, corny doesn't really type that much. You see, corny he's, likes he to just uh, he just yells. Talk. Um. Oh man, these are uh, these are funny. Oh yeah, okay. So here it is. Uh, Between this and the oh, toxic cornet cult, these guys <laughs> don't get the adoration that they truly deserve. Yeah, the diehard elite fans are phenomenal and get why they're special. But there's a huge chunk of fans that fail to give them the credit they deserve. Give these guy their guys their flowers. <clears throat> which would have, um, which totally would have been fair if you d- don't we don't call out Cornette. We know what happens when you do that. It's just well, yeah. You don't have to say the toxic Cornette cult. Um, do you have the uh, the next portion of this, Brian? Mister Brian Last's response. Do you happen to have that? I do not. No, I'm kind of like getting bits and pieces here because no one has like a fantastic 
blow by blow. Yeah, well, no, the Twitter's basically broken. Um, yeah. so I'm trying. Um, but it's probably going to be easier for me to find this through Brian Last than it is through Matt Hardy, since Matt Hardy just bitches so yeah, much. Yeah, he does. Yeah, uh, what is it? Yeah, between this, Toxic Cornet called you said that. Uh... Right, Ryan, Matt's right, though. I know it's cool to hate on the Bucks and Hangman if you're a punk fan, but not for me. Give those guys their flowers, like you said. And I think that was where Corny jumped in, wasn't it? Did I? I believe so. See, we're yeah, having so, problems pulling up tweets, Elon Musk. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, so the words continued. So, Jim Cornette, your principles will always be tested by people who care more about fame than integrity or money instead of what's right. Cash in and be a whore or stand up for what you believe in and have a bunch of stupid idiots say you can't change words of wisdom. Also, don't do stupid shit. Matt responded to that. My principles have never been better, Jim. I believe in enjoying life and providing the absolute best for my family. You hate and are done with AEW, question mark. You'll keep watching. You have to. It feels your shock jock gig. Uh, Jim Cornette, and uh, I was speaking to your husband, who I've known for a time. I think he's talking to Reba now, because we know Reba, or Rebby, whatever, really likes to get in on anything going on. Uh, so her and Jim are going back and forth, too, now. What? It's just a, it's a good one. It's a good clusterfuck. Okay, so I've I've finally found some more of it, but I'm trying to get to the beginning of it. Oh, good, it's um, good luck. Because, yeah, no. So, yeah. <clears throat> so, Cornette's first response was, Geez, Matt, I could understand selling your soul for rock and roll, but selling it for Adderall? Even if you have to <laughs> abandon your principles and verbally fillet these childish cretins for your check, leave my fans alone. It's not their fault Tony's paying them enough to lie. Okay. So, Cornette was basically saying, Everybody who likes AEW publicly, like the way you're saying, is being paid off because everyone has complaints about this product, this sportsmanlike, uh, uh, you know, all of I, the I things that it. they said were going to be different than WWE that are exactly the same and sometimes yeah. a little worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's it. what Cornette is always talking about. Yeah. Um, but, but then Matt Hardy said, geez, Jim, because that's what Matt started with. Geez, Matt. Jeez, hey, Derek. Yeah. That's... that's <laughs> 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 Jeez, Jim, haven't sold my soul. I'm sticking to my principles and telling truths. I feel morally obligated to do right by my friends, although that's probably foreign to you. I earn a check because I'm great at what I do, do and still employable. Keep on seeding dissension amongst fans with your shtick. It's too sweet. <laughs> then Brian Last jumps in. He thinks he's great at what he does. We've all been watching. His promos suck. His in-ring work is shit. And the only thing he's ever been interested in him is tagging in his brother. <laughs> so basically, Jim is telling the truth. Jim telling the truth is seeding dissension. How many concussions is too many? Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's, a very, it's a very personal back and forth. And I don't even know. I, I mean, I agree with both of them to an extent. Oh, no, it know? goes on. I am great at what I do, Brian Least. I am great at pro wrestling. I am great at giving back and helping young talent. You're just some asshole with an opinion, and that opinion doesn't mean shit in reality. But most importantly, just an asshole. God. <laughs> Brian, Brian Lass says, You've been a great enabler, but you know your crap has sucked for years, and that's Mr. Asshole to you. Toxic. Oh, man. <laughs> Another shitty joke. Must be your forte, least. My shit's good. Your shit is shit, you toxic bitch-ass asshole. 
Dude, why can't can someone start like can somebody out there start a Twitter feud with talking smart, please? I want to have. Oh a yeah, Twitter this is feud. great because Matt oh. Hardy's really bad at talking shit. Shit. Yeah. Are you trying to convince yourself your work is shit? Stay home. No one will care. You seem much more toxic than I am with a track record to back it up. I'm better at what I do than whatever it is you're still trying to do. Again, Mister Asshole to you. Oh man. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's Matt Hardy. Uh, no, I'm gonna go through the whole fucking oh, thing. Oh my! I didn't know there was. It, I I figured no, this stopped. went oh, on for Jesus. hours. That's why I was oh. like, "Have you yeah, seen this?" Because I was actively no. dialing in. Don't oh, have man. to convince myself. My live reactions, paycheck, and appearance fees solidify I'm good. I don't know shit about you, nor care to. So keep doing what you're good at, you goofy bitch ass asshole. I'll do the same, and you can continue to whine and cry about it like a baby. <laughs> how dare you you're way goofier than me you understand that you're the one whining and crying right can you still comprehend that much once again you seem quite toxic is everything okay good lord <laughs> uh huh and then I think it stopped from there for a minute me stating that you two constantly fuel a toxic culture isn't whining it's just hard truths you constantly moaning and bitching about me and wrestling is whining and crying can you discern that, or are you a moon calf? I'm great, by the way. Just did a huge convention in Tennessee. Have four beautiful kids, financially set for life, still get to live my dream. Have major respect within my industry. I'm considered a living legend. Been a huge contributor to pro wrestling, and no rando from the internet's opinion is going to change any of this. Especially not an egotistical asshole like Brian Least. Congratulations on the podcast. It'll be a great way to be remembered in history. Enough of the silly-ass cyber convo. It's time to crawl up on top of my hot-ass wife. Oh, God, he's making another baby. Oh, no. <laughs> you crying again? We call the bad shit bad. We call the good shit good. You wouldn't be whining if you had produced anything in the last several years that we could have said anything good about. However, as you know, your work has shit. Have you considered talking to someone? <laughs> again, this started with Matt just out of nowhere being like, the toxic cornet cult needs to love the elite. Because nobody gives them their flowers. Like, nobody I mean, was talking shit about them publicly. Yeah, no. Um, oh, but man. here we go. Cornette jumped back in. I'd like to thank the great Brian Last for staying up into the night toying with this concussed ex-great while he was protesting too much <laughs> about how successful he is. Oh, I go to sleep too early on Saturday nights to have time to play with kids. Golly, Matt, don't you have signings to do? To which Matt then responded, Jim, uh, last night was Sunday. Uh, last night was Sunday, Jimmy. Maybe you're the concussed one. You're definitely an ex-great. I used to have massive respect for you, but that's been long gone. That's Ooh. the case with many people, and now it's sad. This is my final tweet to you. You and Least keep doing your shock jock routines and fanning those toxic flames of hate and negativity for your zombies to slurp up. Make those bucks however you can, though, right? Enjoy your life, Jim. I'll certainly enjoy mine. And then Brian responds. I know it might upset you, but it's 2023 and the shock jocks matter more than you do. Do what you do best and just tag in Jeff. You certainly have proven that you don't have the brain power for Twitter, let alone good promos, good angles, good matches, or walking straight. Uh, and then um, at that point, Matt actually did stop responding, but then fans jumped in, and then oh, yeah. Cornette, Cornette started talking shit about the fans, oh, and things got very, very funny. But um, yeah, basically, Matt Hardy just out of nowhere was like, you know who's great is these guys, and Brian Last was like, why are you bringing us up? 
Jim Cornette's like, why are you bringing this up? What do we do? That's we fair, bring... Yeah, that's fair. And that's always how it starts. Whenever Cornette, and that's what happens, is Cornette starts trending. Whenever Cornette's trending, it's because somebody was like, you know, if it wasn't for Jim Cornette, people would love this wrestling. Well, that's the <laughs> thing. Like, like, I, yeah, that's the thing. It doesn't matter if they... If, if somebody is so weak-minded that the opinion of one person can dictate what they like, why do you want them to be a exactly. fan anyway? I don't like, agree with fucking Cornette on everything. I agree with no. him on a lot, but I also like Goofy in wrestling. I appreciate Goofy in wrestling. And also, I bring up when Cornette does Goofy in wrestling. Like, he's done it. Cat. Yeah. Yeah. He's done it before. But on like, top it, of that, like, there's, there's this, like, really weird, A, I'm not really a Twitter person, and we would love to be yeah. more Twitter people. If you want to tweet us, tweet at talking underscore smart. Um, but, like, for example, okay, if Jim Russo, or Jim and Russo had had <laughs> an argument together, Jim, Jim Russo, Russo oh, he no. is the thing, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> he is the thing, motherfucker. <laughs> Let me tell you, son of a bitch, he is the thing. You call that a cheeseburger, bro? Oh my god, just Jim Russo but wearing <laughs> fucking cornet suit. <laughs> yes. It's no, it's just Vince Russo holding a tennis racket and a Yankees jersey for some reason. Oh fuck, you dumb motherfucker. <laughs> you have got to be the stupidest pile of dog shit I have ever seen in my entire life. Oh my god. Oh, I don't fuck. say God, bro. I say God, bro. Uh, Have you ever heard me say God, bro? I say God. I swear to God, bro. He actually did that to, um, uh, what's his name? Brian Zane. He's like, I don't say God, bro. I say oh, God, bro. I think I, yeah, I think I saw that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have but, never once said, I don't say God. You're clearly not from New York, bro. You by don't the way, talk like that, bro. By the way, Brian, hit us up. Let's collab. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, we're not that far from Reno. No, um, we're you're in between us. I can stop by on my way down. Sean can meet up. We'll, it'll be good. Yeah, we'll go to Circus Circus, Circus Circus, and yeah, it'll be great. Um, yeah. So another note that I found today in wrestling, um, AEW has been known, you know, to be able to do things WWE won't do. Right? That's like their biggest one of their biggest selling points is the band the move list. Oh, one more thing before we uh, go oh, on, I just want to say it. I just want to throw it out there. Now, there's no clear winner that are that argument, but I was just going to say, how many Matt Hardy T-shirts do you see, or even Hardy Boys T-shirts do you see, and then how many Cornet Face T-shirts do you see? Oh yeah, yeah, All that's right. uh, it's yeah. <laughs> fair. Yes, band move. Sean, are you ready? I'm going to go through this list blow for blow, and we're going to talk about things. AEW, known, you know, as a real wrestling promotion. You're allowed to sell things that are completely banned as of this report. Unprotected chair shots to the head. Ooh. Uh, chair shots to the back of the head. Ooh. Uh, buckle bombs and blind moves backwards into the turnbuckle. Ooh. Sounds like. Yeah, don't paralyze Sting. Yeah, uh, fencing responses. Uh, for those of you that don't know, uh, fencing responses basically after you're concussed, your arms do like weird, like they like lock up kind of. I, I'm sure you'll if you Google it, you'll know what I'm talking about. It's essentially a concussion. Your but brain. You're not goes, allowed to. You're not allowed to sell like that. No, exactly. You're not allowed to sell like that. You're not allowed to sell as though you're having a seizure. Also banned now. <laughs> uh, oh also, man! So Goldberg, fucked. Goldberg with the uh, yeah the cattle prod. Fucked. Can't do it. Illegal. Oh, man. Not allowed. 
So Goldberg. So what are we going to do? AW, wait, wait is, is that one happen. without a band completely or banned without permission? Is there a breakdown? That, that yes, there is. So these are the banned completely, as far as we know. Ooh, as, so Goldberg, so, you're banned, man. And then the last one is actually a big one, and there's a re so uh, spitting, bleeding, okay, spitting, it, spitting or bleeding in or at the crowd, not allowed. Weapons, Fair enough. No weapons, Abdullah. Weapons or projectiles in or at the crowd. Fair uh, enough, fair enough. We're, uh, apparently, Hangman's gimmick is ruined because you're not allowed to take drinks or food from the guests in the crowd anymore. That's banned. Uh, again, uh, fair enough. Any physical contact with the crowd. Um, and also... At all. At all. And in, no, from the and company no, where people routinely fall on people in the crowd. Yeah, and nothing with blood on it is allowed to be thrown into the crowd. And so after this, this list comes shortly after Brian Danielson used a seizure-like cell in his match with Okada. We saw that. Meanwhile, Moxie, Moxley is known to go in the, in the crowd weekly covered in blood. And MJF... So like, so this is almost like Brian can no longer do his that those cells. Uh, Moxley, you can't go in the crowd when you're bleeding anymore, which... I, so basically, you can't have matches anymore. Essentially, well, yeah, is what no. they're saying. Did you hear, or was it... I think it was Sports Illustrated just ran a Moxley interview with him when he was in Japan, and he was talking about why he likes to bleed so much and how he yes. thinks it should be in every match. Yeah, which, you know what? More power to you, but okay. But I think the biggest one that this comes to is something you won't actually think about and it's mjf because mjf is constantly fucking with fans with their signs uh he threw the drink on that kid so all that now banned so like we're we're going we're it basically this is going from uh you know the edgy promotion to oh fuck guys the uh you know the those people that pay us all the money and put us on tv they don't like this anymore yeah and, or and then like, we, um, and not only that, Sean, you're gonna you're gonna love this list. The uh, there's a uh, approval list. So this is a list of things that you have to get approval with the company before you do in your match. And this spots and bumps on the ring apron and outside. Oh yeah, no, the apron things. Uh, so outside is interesting. That's the a lot. apron. I understand. Yeah, that the one's apron, fair. I understand because I see it too much. Too much, yeah. <laughs> that should mean more. Just 10 years ago, when Owens was fucking, like, when Owens and Zayn were feuding hardcore in oh, NXT. Oh, that, that powerbomb onto the side of the ring? Onto the, yeah. yes. That mm -hmm. doesn't mean anything now, no. because I see it weekly. Yep. But, like, back then, it was like, holy shit, he tried to kill his friend. Yep. Uh, okay, here we go, here we go. Uh, table, ladder, chair spots, in and out of the ring. Only allowed with padding. I don't know what that even means, but... So they mean like uh, you can only do table spots where the pads are outside the ring. You're not allowed to do mm, it like on over the concrete. concrete. Okay, that makes sense. I mean, any elevated spots outside of the barricades, dives and ladder spots on stage, around the arena, other places outside the ring. Um, all pile driver tombstone variations, including but not limited to sit down drivers, inverted poison hurricane ranas, and vertebrakers. So do we think? Just a, not even a sidebar, just, just to clearly ask this question now. Is this a consequence of the Tiger Driver? I think this is, well, I think this is a consequence of several things we saw on that show. Uh, right, I, but like, don't you think that that is the reason that they've been in the news the most? Yes, maybe? oh, 100%. And they, they're defending it, and I agree with them. If these two guys are willing to take that risk, I, 
you know what? Okay, it's on them, but like... Uh, okay, so <laughs> here you go. These are approval. High-risk dives or top rope moves. 450, 630, double moonsaults, ETC. <laughs> I, so basically, I mean, basically, so what's, basically what's happening is Bill half Watts... Half of their roster's finishers? Yeah, Bill Watts is actually now in charge of AEW, I think is what we're seeing here. I mean, is it the uh, is this the Warner Brothers Discovery people just seeing the business? Yeah, they have to like they finally tuned in and they're like, what the fuck is this? The next one you're gonna love, intentional bleeding of any sort, not just bleeding. You have to ask um, permission now, which is I mean, I thought that was already in in play. Well, that's but, how that's why you hard way though, is so you can say it was an accident. Yeah, oops, um, he hit my head against the thing over and over. Uh, oh, here we go. Throwing people into through over the ring steps, commentary table, bell table, or guardrails. Jesus Christ. Weapon usage: chairs, pipes, kendo sticks, hammers, ring bells, bats, change, etc. Title belts, thumbtacks, skewers, barbed wire, other sharp puncturing objects, or powders, aerosol sprays, or liquids. Throwing any weapons listed above, choking, strangling with any weapons, or any hanging spots. <laughs> wow. Uh, oh, hold on. Next. Injury spots or angles, whether or not medical is involved, called to the ring. You have to ask that. You can't pretend you're hurt. You have to at, tell, I'm going to pretend I'm hurt, guys. Don't come. It's, mm -hmm. all, it's like any, any physicality in the crowd or crowd brawling, any physicality involving referees, managers, extras, celebrities, or special guests. Essentially, wow. everything that makes AEW like you know, ECW ish. Well, you, know uh, you know what? No, 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 no. Because half of this is on the you have to ask first list. Yes, it's fair. So, so what this means to me is they're they're using. So, I think Warner Brothers Discovery said there has to be a mandate on these super dangerous moves. Oh uh, yeah, that's and fair. then Tony Khan goes, "Oh, this is it. Instead of the the people hating me, I can use this as my opportunity." Yeah. And so people will actually have to listen to the road agents mm -hmm. and run That's down fair, because yeah. see, if you have to ask to do these spots, it's not that you're not allowed to do them. It's that they're already doing it in the main event tonight. You can't do one beforehand. Exactly. Oh. Yeah. Well, we, what we just saw, what was it? One of the shows we watched were like, they, they're do they did the spot three times in the same show. You're like, why someone should have, I mean a lot actually that happens. So a lot. maybe this is telling okay. the workers that they have to run their matches by the agents without, Saying, hey, don't hate me. I'm just Tony Khan. Listen, yeah. guys. And Thanks, I just, guys. I don't know. I agree with most of it. Like, sh you should be like, hey, so, you know, we're going to do a, uh, a pile driver on the outside of the ring off of a table into bar bar. Like, maybe, you, yeah, you're like, hey, Arn, we're going to do that. And he's like, uh, no. <laughs> well, no, Arn's not going to say no. He let Alicia Fox wrestle drunk, didn't he? That's how he got fired. And, yeah. And then he also, like, literally threatened to shoot Cody, like. On TV, I will actually shoot you. No, that got him over. That got him was, fucking over. I know, but uh, so yeah, but like it's funny. I, I, so looking at these, I can totally tell like unprotected chair shots to the head. As much as I love and appreciate them, probably okay to remove. No, like, yeah, no, I mean, we've fuck, dude, it's so hard to watch the I quit match, and that alone yeah. should be the reason. Like, um, like, I think that's why Mick Foley blinks weird and has yes. like these yeah. moments of like. Ow, is like just that one match. Yeah, like so the the actual band <laughs> list. I agree. You know, shots to the back of the head, unprotected chair shots to the head. I get that. 
Buckle Bombs, I still feel, gets a bad rap. I feel like that was just because Sting's old and had a weak neck. Like, most people I, don't get hurt by that. It's so... Uh, yeah, but Sting like hasn't been a bodybuilder since, like, the fucking 80s. Yeah, that's true. He's been, like, a worker and kind of flabby and not tan. And... I mean, I, I and I understand why they're saying, hey, don't pretend you're having, like, a seizure or having, like, you know, concussions. You know, I, I kind of get that. Although we also are talking about a promotion that literally had, like, a, what, a four-month angle where Bully Ray, or where Bubba Ray just was concussed for months. That was his gimmick. He was just, he was yeah, concussed. Yeah, <laughs> we don't do that anymore. Yeah, um, we've moved away. Matt Scott, senior cor- uh, WCW correspondent Matt Scott, uh, hey. has actually been watching through every single w- WWF Monday Night Raw. Mm-hmm. And he's somewhere in 1995, which means he's two years in. Mm-hmm. Um... And he just saw a concussion angle between Shawn Michaels and somebody. Uh, I can't remember who specifically, but he was asking me, he's like, what was this about? And I was like, it was just an angle. And he's like, it's weird. And I was like, yeah, it's really weird now. Like, you're not allowed to well, do that anymore. Well, no, it's really weird now because, like, back then they did the X for a real one. That's how you could tell. Now yeah. they, they gimmick that all the time. Yeah. We see it all the and time. Where, I yeah. hate it. Like, yeah. I don't like, come on, man. Like keep if, some, yeah, if wrestling is constantly about working. Okay. So if the allure of wrestling is about knowing what's going on behind the scenes, as opposed to what's going on for real. Yeah. Then Russo is on to something and Lucha underground. We're onto something and right. we should do an episodic television show that mm-hmm. looks like it's about wrestling, but it's actually about the inner workings and yeah. everything should be scripted, including the backstage shit about fucking people over. And we kind of got that in the 90s when things with the Attitude Era with Stone Cold and Vince was like, okay, we're now revealing that Vince is the boss. So we give them yeah. a little bit of truth and then the rest is fabricated. And they think that they're now knowing what's really happening because of that little bit of truth. We can't do that anymore with the internet. Yeah. So does right, that no, mean that sure. the industry's dead? Like, is Santa Claus fake and we can't rekindle can that pretend. fire? Well, that's, you can still pretend. That's the whole thing. Exactly. But, but can we when right, try. people like the Young Bucks mm. are out there doing goddamn dance routines when they just Irish whipped a guy over the top rope? Is that, yeah, so. Does that work in a 16,000-seat arena as opposed to a 600-seat fucking bingo hall? Exactly, yeah. Well... The, there is something about what Jim Cornette says about the state of AEW that is entirely right. And if, yeah. but it also, if you go and listen to what he talks about, like he also reviews NXT, uh, or at least on occasion. Mm-hmm. I don't think he forces himself to week to week because not yeah. enough people are clamoring for his negative opinion. Like Matt Hardy's yeah. right. Jim Cornette has to watch AEW to get viewers. Yeah, no, for sure. But like, he also is the number one podcast in the format. I don't know if you saw the quarterlies. No, oh, like, he? Oh, yeah. Like, nice. above and beyond every single other podcast, above Bruce Pritchard, above everybody. I thought, like, Nash, I thought Nash would be up there. Nash is number six. He's not okay. even in the top five, I think. But his is still, still new. It's and he's still new, there. and he's getting there. And he is starting to, he's starting to pull the thing where... I think I just saw like he's been shitting really heavy on some something. Oh, he shit know. on L.A. Night, but uh, but it yeah, was great. Constantly, he just it's funny. Well, he just said he was like he's it's just the <laughs> it's, rock. It's the and rock, then, but yeah. then he came back the next week and he's like, hey, you know what? My thing is, if I sh- I felt bad because he's one of the boys and you don't shit on the boys. But he was like, but you know what? I know the fans, and if the fans are like, nah, Nash, you're wrong. We still like him. 
it's going to get him over even more. And it did. So you know what? Thanks. You're welcome for the rub, Knight. Yeah, so... He's Nash. He's fucking I, I, Yeah, I love him. He's great. Uh, but yeah, so... There are some uh, reports from anonymous AEW talent. And like oh, no. you said... Anonymous? Yeah, like you said, um, so... When it comes to the moves needing approval, the document provided to Fightful, so this is through Fightful, who we used to pay, and now we don't because they don't help us at all. Yeah, Sean Ross Fapp. Yeah, thanks for nothing. The guy man. that got oh. in trouble for, for trying to jerk off. Remember, he was like DMing people, but then there were public tweets yeah. on Twitter like eight months mm. ago. That's why I call him Sean Ross Fapp now because he's trying yeah. to beat off. Yeah, so uh, yeah, so it, it's, it's involving anyone yeah, basically to help ensure moves are executed safely when they do it. So none of the things I mentioned on the second spot are banned, as we just said. It just needs approval. And from what it sounds like, the approval is literally just as long as you tell us you're good. Just fucking tell us. And what, so one AEW talent told Fightful the move was a good one for the company as it'll help streamline shows, avoid talent repeating moves that's been done on the same show, make more of the athletic feats that are possible more important. Said that the new protocol helped give authority to the coaches and let production staff be more prepared for what's happening. Um, because it seems like a lot of these are just called on the, on the fly. Which would explain why we get so many poor camera angles during the during action, right? Because AEWs, I think, since they've been introduced, we've known they're like, why would you have that camera angle for that move? It's totally possible the camera people didn't know what the move was going to be, um, and that's a fun story right. actually from McFoley. Uh, he actually talked in his book when he was, I think, he was down south. They had an ed like a, a cameraman who was really great at capturing the elbow, the cactus elbow off the apron onto the concrete. He would get yeah. down behind the guy, get on the ground, and as Cactus hit, he would shake the camera, you know, a little. And then I guess when he went to one of the bigger promotions, he told the, you know, they took it and like they they butchered it. So he, ba you know, if you're dropping an elbow on concrete, you want it to be, you want it to look good. You don't want to waste yeah. your fucking you time. Want, yeah. So he actually went up to the kid. He's like, why did why, why didn't you tape my elbow? Because I guess he missed the the spot. He's like, I I don't know how to tape elbows, Mister Foley. It's like, oh. <laughs> That's almost like AEW. It's like they don't know what's happening, so they don't know like where to like. That's one thing WWE does. They're polished. They are telling you, you need to have your camera here to see this man do this move. You be there. Well, there's one thing that is fairly obvious to me as somebody who's been like a shoot interview fan for a long time, right? Mm -hmm. um, and that's there was more backstage structure in chaotic ass TNA. Than there is in AEW. Yeah, no, that's true. And well, people yeah. are really comparing AEW to late '90s WCW, and that like nobody really knows who to go to or who's in charge, and so everybody just kind of gets to do what they want. And right. like some people do get over, and some people don't. But as a whole, the whole thing seems kind of convoluted and confused, except for yeah. a few major key points every show. Yeah. And that's that's what happened in WCW because you have Bischoff, who's like, "Yeah, I want to open the show with cruiserweights and do this." But yeah. he, he wasn't the booker. He was never really the, the main booker. It was no. Kevin Sullivan. Kevin so Sullivan. Put Blitzkrieg out there. Yeah, it was what? And Sullivan. He's going to fight psychosis. Sullivan. Yeah. And then after Sullivan, it was, I think, Flair. Or was Flair, Flair first? Flair was then there before Nash, and after. Nash, yeah. Nash had booking duties for a while. Yep. Uh, Nash was Sullivan's assistant, and then Sullivan was Nash's assistant. It was just yeah, a weird was, little switch yeah, up. Yeah, it's bizarre. But yeah, I mean, like at the end of the day, WCW even still had one booker who wasn't the boss, who everything was run through. 
it's just crazy to me. Like, you and I get it because we know for a fact that Tony Khan plays EWR. Yes. And it's that simple. Mm-hmm. Like, everything about his booking principles and the way that he thinks about the industry is somebody who grew no, up yeah, playing that sure. fucking yeah. game. No, uh, yeah, he, and he's, <laughs> he's, booking, he's, he's booking his shows for Adam Ryland. Yeah, and it's funny as fuck. But, like, I mean, yeah. nobody else gets it like we do, but, like, it works sometimes, and sometimes it no, doesn't. No, and that, that's the thing. Like, you know me. I'm, I'm an AEW mark, but even I'm like, oh, I don't need that. Like, just some of the shit is great. Some of it's not. It's but that's like it. Here's the thing. But it's it's when it's when you know you're playing the Ryland game. Yeah. But you also know that you're booking a good match. But that's the other and thing. You, right? you are playing EWR and you're like, dude, I know this is gonna get 98 match quality and like yeah. a 78 crowd reaction. This is gonna be great. And like that's how he books. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, it'll work. It'll be fine. And like, yeah, it's just. But, but the, at the like, end of the day, he does so. Because he, he literally does it too much, Tony. Like, yeah. why would you do Powerhouse Hobbs again versus, uh, what's his name? Wardlow. Wardlow. Uh, that is seen, such a Ryland. No, and we've th- seen These that. two guys work well together, dude. No. They're similar style. They're, again, that's, as we know as real wrestling fans, similar styles, uh, cruiserweights work together, yes. Technical wrestlers Someone, work was, together. I can't remember. I think it was du- Dutch Mantel just said styles clash, but that oh, doesn't always dude. mean that they have to be different styles. Uh, you dude, can have so, the same style and they can still fucking clash. No, Dutch has been I, like, I don't, I used to love him, but like, it's, it's, you know, that thing where you start reading what they're saying, you're just like, maybe you are out of touch and no one needs to listen to you. That I'm at that oh, point yeah, yeah, with yeah. him now, but no, he's, no, he's oh, angry but because seat. he's pissed off because they're calling uh, Dominic a dirty Dominic Mysterio. He's like, he's dirty Dutch Mantel. Yeah, forty fucking years ago. Get get over it. it you, no, no, no. Just no, stop no. it. He's allowed. You, to, he's allowed. He has. Hey, if Taz is allowed to be mad at the the color fucking orange. Okay, but that's Taz. <laughs> Taz is allowed. But like honestly, if if you're so here's the thing. I'd be. I it's wouldn't mind. I know, but even if it like just think about it, right? Like if he, if you change your gimmick, he became Zeb Coulter. That was he was Zeb Coulter. You, oh yeah, you, and that's, you lose that, access. He knows to that your, that's his most. Yeah, you lose access to your old... Like, if people look at him, they'll be like, we the people. He'd be like, back in my... Okay, okay, calm down, calm down. Shh, okay. It's okay. Well, so, I mean, like, uh, I kind of brought it up uh, in some late-night messages to you. I think I'd like to interview some of these weird old-timers. And not oh, even just, all old-timers, but veterans. Yeah, just well, see, I mean, not even, see, not even trigger. Not even trigger is not the right word. But I want to see... Where they go, uh-huh. met with genuine response as opposed to constant argument. Yeah. So, like, someone who's always going to give you an opposite opinion allows you to to just restate what you've already said in a different way with more anger. Somebody who agrees with you but wants you to explain why you think what you think is a lot more powerful of a tool to get mm-hmm. what's going on underneath the skin. And so I think it'd be fun to not play devil's advocate but play advocate with some of these guys and kind of see where they think they're coming from. Even if our advocacy isn't necessarily genuine, you know, maybe it's, it's more akin to a political talk show host. Um, yeah. A lot of these old timers like to talk politics and they, instead of telling the same rhetoric of a fucking backstage rib to a different host, why don't you tell me why you think Michelle Obama's a man, Val Venus? So I think... We need to maybe uh, talking smart might be producing some video content um, relatively great. soon. You never know. Um, Hopefully, I don't well, know. Yeah. We're, we're yeah, 
we're working on it. Tony's got to move back here from the northwest. Yeah, we're, what are we southwest. in? We're July, July. When's this, this episode? Mid July. Mid July. So. This will. This is coming out. Yeah, this week. Yeah, so about so. about four months. I'll be back in the in the in the big foe. So. Yeah. And then we'll be able to access the Talking Smart Studios as a duo, as a tag team. In fact, we're going to tornado yep. tag this shit. Yeah, um, it, it becomes a question of <clears throat> if we're doing a shoot interview. I don't know if we do them here in the studios or if we uh, still rent a hotel room like real. I feel like we rent a nice hotel room and get Kevin Nash some wine. Well, you get yeah, but you can't get Kevin Nash some wine because we not can't afford wine. the kind of. We would buy wine. He'd be like, "Well, I appreciate the sentiment, but I'm not." But, uh, I appreciate the sentiment, but get the <laughs> fuck out of here with that shit. He's like, sorry, Kevin. Yeah, I don't. I'm sorry. I don't drink grape juice. I don't drink uh, Welch's. Uh, so, uh, I guess we might as well uh, address the other uh, large elephant in the room of last week's episode. Wasn't how do you say? It didn't happen. I didn't. Yeah, I mean. Technically, there's a placeholder so that we can still claim we have not missed a week. And we're yes. not saying we missed the week. We did. We did record it. Yes. Uh, it was technical difficulties. We cannot be held responsible for corrupt. We hold audio. Craig responsible. Craig is responsible. Uh, Craig so is the uh, assistant uh, friend of the show, Craig. Yeah. A little bit of a backstory. We recently have uh, changed how we, we started this podcast, I think, very originally on Discord. We moved over to what? Zencaster. That worked for a while, and then they went, like, out of beta and into official, and it just took a shit immediately. Like, the yep. week it went public, Now that, it now that they work. are charging people, they it, have limited the people who are paying. Uh, like, I don't know. Like, when it was free, it functioned better, and we were paying 20 bucks a month. It's yeah. not like we were a free user. We ended up subscribing because I was like, I like this service. I want well, to yeah, support I was them, say, we got, and we they're going to give me more functionality. The soundboard was great. And yeah. then uh things with the data storage and like in just their servers in general like we had bad yeah, connection connect, and yeah, tony and, and i it both have us. good internet it was yeah. it was the feed through it was their server um and so it it literally they had to go um there are better options that we might look into here in the future but considering that in the next four months we're going to be local again we don't need to use uh yeah. remote recording software we can just record um like grown fucking adults with recording software yeah. and then put it out we don't need a live stream record and fucking do all that no yeah, so, so so yeah so what happened is essentially you can correct me if i'm wrong but basically one of our so peeling back the curtains sometimes because we have lives and they're busy we record two episodes at one time very very occasionally very rarely, yeah. almost never. But and we we've do. never done three. I don't think we've ever done three. That no, would be a we, lot. We yeah, we try. Oh, so we, last year, I'm sure a lot of you guys noticed we were we would get pretty ahead. We tried. I think we did early on in the year when we could because we were reviewing. You guys remember we reviewed a lot and we wanted to kill ourselves. Uh, we we would do a lot of two hour shows, so we would double up and we try and get ahead so that you know whatever. It kind of sucked with news because obviously if news comes out and we have episodes set up for three weeks. We're going to be way behind on the news. So this year, we kind of adjusted our format a bit. Less reviews, so we don't want to kill ourselves. More just talking about news. Works out. But every now and then, you have to record, too. So typically, when we do that, we're going to record some sort of tier list or something. And the news. Same day. We'll throw out one, put the other one up the next day. Uh, we actually did, as we I think we've already mentioned, the uh, theme music tier list. We did it. Mm -hmm. And uh, trust me when I say... I went overboard. I think we had about a hundred individual themes. 
to rank, which we did. Oh, definitely our largest tier list to date. By far. Uh, I mean, ironic it, that it's been lost. Well, not yeah. lost, because we have the graphic. We so. have the graphics, so we'll, I, I assume we'll put that somewhere so we can see it. Um, I yeah, we'll post it on our Twitter. Uh, that way you can check yeah. us out at Twitter, at Talking underscore Smart. It'll only be on our Twitter. Um, that way, if you only like us on Facebook, maybe go over to Twitter and, and give us a like. Yeah, it's not a big deal. But we'll put it up there, and yeah, we, we, we basically did again. You guys know our tiers now. We've got I Wish for Death, which is sub F. We've got F, D, C, B, A, S, and Repo Man. Um, yeah. The Repo Man tier is actually pretty fucking stacked on theme music. Oh, yeah. It's the heaviest tier on this list. Uh, yeah, there are it is. more Repo Man yeah. uh, than anything else. Yeah. So, um, unfortunately, like I said, that episode was recorded. Um, it sucks because I think we were both exhausted because the episode before that was Forbidden Door, which was a long episode because there's yeah. a lot to we, talk we about. We covered every match except for Nightingale and. Uh, and, yeah, uh, so it was a Tony long Storm. episode, and by that, and we were already late recording. And by that time, I think we, it was you know it was quite late, and we had a lot of things to run through. So, unfortunately, it's gone. Maybe in the future, we could, I don't know. I still have the tier list, so it's, we could maybe do like a live stream sometime of like a bonus redo of it. Maybe that could be fun. Right. But um, yeah, so to make up for missing our first episode in a year and a half, because we've we've been weekly since last January first, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, we've yep. not missed one so this was the first one we didn't get a full episode we're very sorry um, unfortunately the, the save was corrupted we lost it um, so what I'm doing now is I'm just going to run through a couple like some notable so repo man tier so these are uh, themes before songs. you do that I gave away oh. the entire I want to die list on the uh, oh, disclaimer Okay. except perfect. for one except for one Oh, um, which I will unveil here on the podcast. If you didn't hear, it was American Males. It was Sexual Chocolate. It was Heidenreich. It was Roddy Piper. Yep. It was uh, it was Rob Conway. Yes. Uh, it was Right to Censor. It was China. It was X Factor. Um, who Charlotte. else do we have? Charlotte. Charlotte. And then the one that I didn't give away was Daniel Bryan. I'm not a big fan of the Ride of the Valkyries guitar, and I was n even lesser fan of the AEW version. Yeah. Final countdown, man. Final fucking Just countdown. Yeah, it's it's hard to argue with. I mean, there's no way they can continue to use it because it costs infinite money. But you know, it was super cool to see it once at least. See, that's know? the see. Did you know, Tony, that if you're a one-hit wonder, you can just charge out the ass infinite, for your song. Yeah, honestly, can anyone? I, so the only person I know in my life, if I said, "Hey, name me a Europe song that's not Final Count," Kevin, absolutely, Kevin Dude. could. Dude, have you heard like? Uh, other, no, Kevin. No one's heard that. Stop it. Everyone knows that Europe is not as good as Asia. I was about so to say. The moment that, that's is exactly, primarily where you go. That is exactly what Kevin was saying. Nah, Europe's like. Uh, of course, if you're Russia, uh, you've got both covered. You're Europe and Asia. You know, do, you think, do you think there's a Russian band that covers both the final countdown and heat of the moment dude, we called gotta, Eurasia? When we get back to Phoenix, we got to start a, a cover band called Eurasia that only covers Europe and Asia. Songs what? Hold on, hold on. In yeah. Russian, with what about, traditional Russian instruments. What if we called it North Eurasian Australia? Oh, but dude, that, that's too that's too international. What if we call ourselves the Chechnyan? No, no. Uh, what if we? Nope. What if it's called that Damn. dude? And that's why I said whatever band we form with Kevin when I'm back, 
it's already determined the name is undetermined that is the name of the band because that is the most kevin thing you could possibly what's your band uh un undetermined i think there might already be a local band with nope. that name well it's ours now like we we stole talking smart we still undetermined that's what we do it, it might be more <laughs> difficult no 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 you're lucky they're called undefined ah perfect see problem mm. solved or you know what yes. we could go crazy if we want to get around the undetermined boom unique different no, I mean, totally yeah, yeah. the undetermined is very punk though you'd have to that's you'd true. have to up the up the tempo uh well that's the problem with kevin kevin has uh, no problem with that yeah he he yeah, always he... plays mid-tempo well it's because his tempo changes per minute but yeah so yeah let's Okay, so that, that is, yeah, Repo Man tier list. I'm going to go through this uh, one for, so top of Repo Man tier list is, surprisingly, Repo Man. Mm -hmm. I know there's a theme going, but it is, it is canon that Repo Man is actually the final boss of wrestling. We know this. Yeah, it's a fact. Number two, William Regal, but not the one you think. The no, good Steven one. Regal. Steven Regal. He's a man. <laughs> A real man's man. And so when I was so when I was compiling this tier list, by the way, I spent I, I should have been working, but you know, I work from home, so sometimes I fuck around for several hours and don't work. I was going through and just like I I to start this, I typed in top fifteen wrestling themes and kind of branched off from there into a I, I went deep into a rabbit hole and I watched and listened to that William Regal theme song at least nine times consecutively, just going Watching William Regal chop down trees and just carry things with his fucking stupid hard hat. And when you weren't watching it, you were watching Daniel Bryan trolling him with it. Yes, I went and watched that. Yeah, again, if you want to see something great, go watch uh, William Regal versus Daniel Bryan. I think it was in NXT, I want to say. Uh, William came out to his normal, like, what, whatever it's called, the menacing theme. And in the middle of it, just cut. Fucking whistle. He's a man. <laughs> Fucking William just like... Oh, it was so good. Uh, number three. Tutti Frutti. The cover. Mm, tutti by fruity. the one and only Gene Okerlund. It's so good. It, I, I don't think you'd heard it before this tier list. I'm glad you must have gone and heard it. Oh, no, I've heard it. I've heard it. Okay, I owned but, the wrestling album. Oh, that's true. I, yeah, um, this one's a jam. I, you I know, I, I noticed uh, there's a... Because a week later, I watched something. The Junkyard <laughs> Dog episode. We don't have Grab Them Cakes on here. We don't. Which would be... Uh, right next on the tier list is Repo Man again. Yeah, there's... Because Tony, <laughs> Tony, Tony, Tony was maybe, maybe a little sleep-deprived. I, I fucked so up. So we'll, yeah. we'll replace Repo Man again with Grab Them Cakes. I like it. And then <laughs> after... <laughs> and then, so after those four, because, you know, it's tradition. Funny memes are the best thing. That is, wrestling is a meme. That's what it is. Uh, we go into actual ones, so next up, I, I'd say the highest rated actual theme song that's not silly it's is... It's crossover. This is still a meme. It's a little... It's Shawn Michaels. He sings his he, own theme song, Tony. Yes, it's a it's meme. It's true. I guess... Okay, so, okay, the next one is the first. That's Austin. The, you know. Yeah, the, the glass breaking. That's, yeah. that's, like, that's iconic. The entire arena yeah. erupts in, like, yeah. holy shit. It's uh, Stone Cold. Fo yeah, followed by DX. The Oh, man. What a cool song. What a cool yeah, it's, riff. It's, it's so good. And I'm not talking about the X-Pac one, because he has a very similar, no. but it's not the same. It's a different song. Yeah. Entirely. Uh, and then we have uh, back into Silly, but also Amazing, because he's an ass man. Yeah. Well, I'm an ass man. He, he loves to poke him and shove him. And I again, gotta, if, if you want to see, 
if you want to see, to kick I think my favorite uh, review of that song ever, go watch Brian Zane wrestling with regret. He did a theme song episode. <laughs> just He just goes through it. It's fantastic. I, I know we, I probably shouldn't be plugging bigger channel, but you know what? Maybe someday he'll hear and be like, thanks for doing it. And we'll be friends. You, no, you Promise. know what? I, I have no problem with plugging bigger channels. I think jealousy does not fuel yeah. anybody's uh, content creation. Yeah. And so again, uh, we watch a lot of wrestling content, so there is going to be shit in here. Like I did go watch his video and I grabbed well, like did American you, did you? Do you remember the uh, metrics when WWE came out with the WWE Network and wrestling fans consume like 200% more online yeah. content than other people? Yeah, it's, it's yeah, we're, we're fucking psychopaths. Just by being wrestling fans, we're like, we got to watch stuff about stuff and yeah. stuff about wrestling. Yeah. So, so yeah. badass. Uh, we, I think then, what is that? That is, uh, that is Voodoo Child. And uh, we're oh, not yeah, talking, yeah. and that's not, not Voodoo Child. Not Voodoo no. Child is not on this list. This is no. actual Voodoo Child. <laughs> this is Voodoo Child. Now, if, if you don't know what we're talking about, uh, go watch any uh, network. Peacock. Peacock. Yeah, the cock. Go watch Cock with Hogan with the new theme, and you will go, yep, that is not Voodoo Child. That is someone who... Somebody said, hey, we can't play Jimi Hendrix. Do you know him? And they're like, yeah, I know Jimmy. Can you play a song by him? Yeah, man, I can, I can play that. Yeah. They can't. <laughs> I can't play this next song without a seven-string guitar. About. Oh, no, that's glorious. Yeah, no, glorious is uh, glorious is glorious. And again, do, doing the songs for this really just made me happy because I got to go down a little rabbit hole of YouTube. And just, I went through the, there's an entire supercut. We should probably, we should do that with Kevin. Watch a supercut of all the glorious bombs. That would be pretty cool. Oh, yeah. That'd be that'd great. Be, that'd be a good Kevin episode. But yeah, I watched the whole Supercut. Love it. And then after the, after him, next in the Repo Man, uh, Sean, you've got no chance. No chance in pants. No, no chance to... Oh, God, the mustache. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Pencil thin. It you is, got... Uh, I like to think he's like, yeah, this way if I get in trouble, I'll think I'm my brother, uh, Pierre McMahon. Uh, now the next song uh i don't know if i specified during the episode because i can't go back and listen we did but i know what you're about uh, to say it is the no yeah, vocals no vocals okay no vocals and no boogs just no boogs. the original just, just the original version. shinsuke the one he debuted in nxt with yeah oof what a good um, song so good and what a, what a great I, I did, song i didn't even i i even liked his debut on main roster where they had a live violinist not as good as now no, but no it's okay. i was not a fan because it's not a violin in the actual recording uh violin is just the easiest kind of thing you can wow, okay. train somebody to play it it's okay. a traditional japanese instrument it's oh is it really actually weird. like the shaka 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 it's it's not the uh no no the the shamisen no that's a different thing. actually taka's song is shamisen that oh, okay. yeah, 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 okay. um but this uh i can't remember the name of it it's in apple garage band and i'm 99.9 percent .9 sure that that's the exact version that cfo has used to write this song but it is a traditional japanese instrument because i used to be able to play it on my phone with garage band and it sounds okay. like identical nice because i'm pretty sure they just were like, oh, what's this instrument? And we're playing with it like any fucking musician, right? Yeah, and like they're, I don't know the CFO's guys. I know it's two dudes. And right. I know that they have basically what I used to consider my dream job. Like, I want to be the new Jim Johnston. Yeah. I want to write make the theme songs. Yeah. I mean, they, they definitely fell into uh, habit. 
or just weren't as creative because a lot of their stuff is just like it's metal and i mean like jim johnston wrote his fair share of like generic rock tracks but he also i think every one of them had their own distinct character or he would yeah. at least change up guitar tones yeah, and drum he, tones. Yeah, he'd make it a little different, yeah. Yeah, their, their song started to sound a little generic. However, I think that the company has picked the wrong songs to move away from. I know that the company's moved away from both Jim Johnston's songs and CFO's songs in favor yeah. of a totally new in-house production thing. But, like, I'm not a big fan of the Seth Rollins. Oh, wow. No, I liked, I liked his older Burn yeah. It Down. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't even like. It. I didn't even. I didn't even like it that much because I. I don't like that. No, but it just makes me want to. Yeah. <laughs> you know, theme song go. It's funny because like I, I consider myself a metalhead, and my problem with most metalheads is like, I, I think we all have that thing where we're like, that's not really metal. Like that song is it metal? Yeah, but is it good metal? No, no. It's just it's what people are like. That's metal, man. You're like, yeah, I guess. If you no, want to say that. I think that's been changed. Uh, when we were younger, you could metalify anything. And now, metalifying also means playing a seven-string guitar breakdown over it. And it's that's not true. the same as, like... It, metal wasn't about heavy percussion and breakdowns. It was about... Uh, it was actually about melodic leads yeah, for yeah. a long, long time. Yeah, and so then it evolved could, into just, how heavy can we be? Like, well... Yeah, if you could make anything sound like Iron Maiden, you were doing a metal version of it. So like, yeah, exactly, you, you know. Yeah. And I uh, mean, like things that weren't metal were metal. Like Mega Man music is metal. And nowadays, that would be like an EDM song. Like mathcore or whatever the fuck they call it now. Well, no, there's yeah, mathcore is one. Mathcore is a thing. Yeah. But no, I mean, like there's subgenres happen and, and yeah, in oh, pro wrestling sure. music they tend not to like uh i think that it's such a um lowest common denominator fanhood like, right yeah. we are and the internet wrestling community is not representative of the mass quantity of wrestling fans yeah no we don't need taylor swift songs for themes that's not what we want no but like and but we are also the same people filling entire AEW arenas but when you go yeah. to a WWE arena you meet people who are like, I like monster trucks and I like John Cena. Yeah, they just and you're go, like, yeah. oh, wow. Okay, that's okay. neat. This I is... love it. Cool. So after like, that, next up, Shinsuke, we go into uh, Limp Biscuit. Sean, are you rolling? Rolling. Yeah. Keep yeah. rolling. And some buttholes oh. and references to wieners. <laughs> but again, partner. when we were that age, we, we did not know. That, rolling, yeah. We did not know the title of that album no is referencing buttholes. We had no idea, but our parents did, and they thought it was fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah. Every time we mentioned chocolate starfish, I guarantee you our parents went. <laughs> and the hot dog flavored water. Yeah. Come on. Uh, oh, fuck. So, yeah, Roland, obviously it's up. I think that's not, that is the highest rated taker. The only Undertaker theme we put in Repo Man tier, in fact. Uh, yep. So there's that. Uh, next, yep. CM Punk, Cult of Personality. I, it's perfect for his character. You can't argue. It's a good song. Yep. Uh, Bray Wyatt. And we're not talking about the dumb fucking fiend. No, this, is this is the broken original. Broken Out of Love, the original. I don't know who it was, but somebody boom. recently, an important person in the wrestling world, mentioned that they think the only way to do Bray is to bring him back and put him back in that gimmick. I'd have to look up who said I that. know who it was. Me, it Mark Callis. That's it, yeah, Bray. 
Or it was, yeah, Mark. Yeah, that's it. He said that. He said, you got to bring him back, put him in his original character. Uh, Sean, yep. next up, it's, it's, uh, he's it's on his Christian. own. He's on his own. And it lasts. Christian. Last. Classic. And this, this is the original. Because again, there are multiple versions. Later on, they did a dumber version. This is it's just a really bad riff after that. It is, that. but it's good. But yes, yeah, no, great. 95% of the reason it's in Repo Man is just for the intro. The, the song itself, yeah. very generic and very of its time. But just the beginning and the sparks, it's just, it's too good. Um, <clears throat> Chris John! And then uh, Sh- Sean... We're, I'm cool. I'm cocky. I'm bad. Why do we put it up here that high? Just because it's funny. I got my pink Cadillac. Because it's a it's a honky tonk man. I'm not a fan of Elvis, but I admit they did a good job with this, and he actually did it himself. He sang. I think didn't uh was it uh he honky tonk sang it, and then wasn't it um uh Jimmy that played most of it, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, Jimmy yeah. wrote the song. Yeah, Jimmy wrote I'm it. Just honky, a honky, honky tonk man. Just a honky tonk. I'm just man. a honky tonk man. I'm cool. I'm cocky. Okay. I'm bad. It's a good one. Now, I'm I'm excited for it because we are about to see. Please tell me why can we not bring? How great would it be with how serious Walter Gunther, whatever the fuck he is now? How great would it be if he came out? We're doing the honkometer. <laughs> Like <laughs> it, bring it'd be so perfect, but no, we won't get it. But yeah, he's about to lose his record, which is fair. Um, but after that, he better call his mama, man. Somebody better call. Somebody his mama. call my mama. We're not talking about Brutus Clay. No, no, we're talking about. I talking think about Ernest Miller. Yeah, so I don't remember if this was written for Ernest Miller. I think it was written. It was. before Oh, okay. Was it okay? This was written before uh, Ernest Miller and then given later to okay. Brodus Clay. Gotcha. Okay. So, yeah. It, I don't okay. know that Ernest Miller used it that often or that much. He wasn't there for that long. It was like a six month run. Yeah, no, but he definitely did use it. It was good. Um, next up is Redacted. We can't say his name or we'll be canceled. Is, now, do, 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 I think do, this is, I th- I'm pretty sure this is the whatever version, not the original, because. Yeah, no, we're we're talking about our lady piece here. Yeah, there's I'm, no holy yeah. me. I, I I still consider the best <laughs> wrestling album ever to be Forcible Entry. I still I will stand by that. That album is just fire. Legs yeah. like legs can be taken off. I don't need that one. But everything else is real good. <laughs> like, I don't, you need don't kid, like Kid Rock. I, if you just just do the original would be fine. But no, uh, She's so. Got legs. Uh, after that, one of the, I think the oldest, well, uh, yeah, I'd say, well, maybe with Repo, but the oldest entry in the Repo Man tier list is the Ultimate Warrior. Because it's just, it's a good one. It's literally, he is all entrance. So if he's not up here, then he has nothing. Yeah. So he we has give him nothing. That. Yeah. So this and is then, all he has. And then, and the then end, of course, the last. Yeah, the last. I think, honestly, yeah, we're going to have to run down this on another occasion because this is yeah. the end of the Repo Man tier, but this is the yeah. last of the Repo Man tier. Wolfpack the wolf is back, cause a mass destruction. destruction. Yes, Don't know the rest the of the world, but they're bad boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Missed the competition. The boys got the mission. Uh, got so the just, mercy. Just to give yeah, you guys a, a taste, I'm going to give you guys the gatekeepers if you don't, of then each you better tier. find out the wolf pack. Here to prove a point, number one, best believe... What? What's up? 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna just to give you guys a bonus before we bounce. Um, the gatekeepers of each tier list. So this is the top of each tier. The, oh, gate, yes, yes, the yes. gatekeeper of S tier is Eric Bischoff. He's back and he's better than ever. And he's got a knack for back. keeping. He got a knack. Back. Never. Uh, a tier. The top A tier is Break the, the Walls wall Down. down. Uh, a good one. It's a great song, but you know it's just hard <laughs> to put it over some of the other shit we have here. Uh, B tier is. Uh, sh- do you want to give him? Again, as Walt once you said, "You with that Triple H." What, how does Walt describe that song? Yeah. Uh, "Cat in a Blender." Yep, that's 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 Walt for us. Uh, the top of C tier is, I believe, that's the Oddities, correct? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, which I was about I- to get close. Yeah, which is ICP, obviously, which is ICP, but uh, it's a good one. Uh, top of D tier is Self High Five, which is definitely Self not a ripoff of any song by any band that you may or may not have heard of. Different, totally different. Absolutely a totally different song. Nothing. Uh, F tier, the top of that is uh, Rikishi being a bad man. I'm a uh, bad man. It's terrible. F- I'm going to spoil it. Followed by D'Lo Brown's classic uh, Zipper Noise. You're doing uh, what the real deal now. now. And then the I Wish for Death tier, Sean's already gone over. Uh, yeah. Headlined American by males. the American Males. American, American males. males. American Males. American Males. American Males. I think we I, I don't even remember. Like, the, there's, there's like a versus. He's like, there, if you're crossing for a person, American you know, Males. You know what we need to do, Sean? It's bad. One of, one of our bonus special gifts when I get back needs to be like a doom metal cover of American Males for our audience. American Males. <laughs> American Males. It'd be so American bad. American Males. We could make headlines with that. Oh, yeah. We get, Buff Bagwell probably like offered a gigolo us or something. I'll just it? send it to Conrad Thompson. I'll be like, Here's the doom metal cover of American Males so you can send it to Tony Schiavone. Yeah, I need American to. Males. But yeah, we do. Uh, we'll, we'll, throw the, uh, we'll throw the tier list up for you guys on there. There's a, it's quite a bit that we went through. Hopefully, you guys will get what we're trying to. I tried to make the images pretty self explanatory. It got kind of tough because there's like 19 Undertaker themes, obviously. So. But yeah, we'll throw it up on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, no, no, we're gonna we're gonna have to. We already did our, our Undertaker personal theme list, so I guess that counts as the theme song list too, because we took that into account with every Undertaker. That was our we first did, yeah. tier list. Let's just so like yeah. without going really into it, yeah. So Undertakers are rated differently than Undertaker themes. Just themes on yes. their own songs. Obviously, Roland took the yeah, cake you, here. Yeah, and, and part again, of that get, has yeah. to do with people like Jim Johnston like playing his lame ass theme song on the piano and like, so I wrote this in D minor. And you're just yeah, like, no, yeah, I, I get it. We fucking I, wa- I want to hear. Her. I want to. Yeah, I want to hear fucking Limp Bizkit do. Just just well, I music. also think the coolest Undertaker song is the Volume Three. Okay, not so the volume was, four, not the volume say, four version. Volume four here. version has the him. He's speaking in tones. La- yeah, the yeah, tones yeah. deeper. It's heavier sounding, but it has less symphony and less choir. Yeah. So I think it's not as cool as the I volume think, three. Version. So I think that's one thing we can agree, right? With most of the songs, like the evolution of a wrestling theme song, 
like from a Jim Johnson original. The only addition is they add more extraneous noises like bends and shit and wah or pedals. They or they just add like newer drums and newer yeah, or they guitar just, sounds. Yeah, or they and just, in a way that it just doesn't sound right. So like yeah, it's yeah. funny because Jimmy Hart songs don't need that because they're they weren't written on poor equipment by a guy yeah. in a studio in the corner of an office. They were written yeah, yeah, by like a real musician who then went into a studio. Yeah, so exactly. like Sexy Boy is the same recording as it was in ninety three. Yeah, they have not changed it. It's the exact same, yeah. But the rock song has changed ten times. Oh, it, it, probably, um, more. Austin, probably more. Austin Austin's has changed a few times, but they end up going back to the volume three version, yeah. which is the best version. They've yep. this I think that's the version they stick with now. Yeah, uh, um, Taker Taker obviously the Brett like, Hearts they've Brett changed. Hearts. They yes. don't play because it has the eighties boom boom psh, Yes. Psh, yeah. Yeah, they, they don't, don't want ha- that snare anymore because yeah, it think- sounds like a Simmons kit. Exactly, and they yeah. don't want that eighties. Yeah, it sounds too Def Leppard. So yeah. they do it with real drums now, but it's the same guitar track. So it's got, like, or rather, it's a different guitar track. They use the same intro bit. So you hear that? Yeah. But on the, the yeah. shitty little Rockman amp, and then the dun dun dun, and that's yeah. It sounds so weird. It does. Like it doesn't sound right. Well, it's, yeah, it's almost like you can tell because, like, some of the older themes you listen to, you're like, this just, it doesn't sound as full. And that's just, yeah. it's like, it's the same with, like, that's how shit is, though, right? Like, Iron Maiden, their older shit sounds, if you go back and listen to their studio recordings, like their first couple albums, don't sound mm-hmm. amazing because they didn't have three guitarists at the time. Now they have a bonus guitarist to just, hey, Yannick, just well, fucking do whatever yes you want. Yes and no. Yes and no. I mean, in the studio, you can do whatever the fuck you want. That's true. Um, I, guess it, I think some of that just comes with Yannick's mind. Yannick thinks of shit that's pretty cool. I, I've always said the Fear of the Darks is one of my favorite Maiden records, and that, yeah. that's after, uh, that's post-Adrian. Yeah, I was going to say, Adrian. Adrian's already, yeah, Adrian's bailed, I think. Yep. So, I mean, like, as much as I like Adrian as a person and his backup vocals, like, he's the cool... If I was going to hang out with one of the three of them, I'd want to hang out with Adrian Smith. Well, I want to hang out yeah. with Dave Murray. No, Sorry. He looks like Franklin the Turtle. He's like, have you heard the instrumental passages on the new song that we've written? Yeah, like, no. I, and I'm like, no, I want to hang out with... Adrian's drinking yeah, whiskey. I, I, yeah, I, I don't want to hang I don't want to hang out with Yannick, because I don't know. He's probably going to fucking... Yeah, no. Touch, I don't, he's, he's putting fucking, his leg up on things for yeah, some no, reason. Just one leg. I mean, we can all agree we'd want to hang out with Nico. Nico's the man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in my new last part. Yeah. All right, Blue. I love it. By the <laughs> way, again, great. I just want to say, I can't wait till they come to, Ari- er, to Arizona, but to the U.S. on this tour, I want to see it very badly. And also, props to him being a 71-year-old dude playing Maiden drums, because there's a lot yeah. going on. No, insane. It's not a, like, it's, it's, this is no Lars bullshit where you're playing the same thing every song, yeah. because you Absolutely can't. Absolutely not. So, yeah. Oops, I accidentally well, took a shot at Lars, as is tradition. Oh, oh he deserves it. But yeah. we'll um we'll catch up with you before next week. This oh, the week. bonus, that's right. With a bonus. Hey. So hey, we will be up. Hey, if uh, if you wanted to complain, Tony, about us not giving you a full episode oh, last week, where would you do that? I would call the police. No, wait, hold on. I don't think that hold on. Let me uh, hold on. Um, 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 Cyber police. Uh, Attackandsmart.com. Uh, That'll get you there. Hacking. Tax Angie. You're going to want to go to Smart. There's a bunch of places to go. Talkingsmart.com is the easiest. You can go to our Twitch, Talking Smart. It's outdated. It says we're on Anchor. It's not called Anchor anymore. It's called Spotify for podcasts. Yeah, but we're, you know, we only I'm have. I'm holding on to the past. Nostalgia is yeah. all we've got. Sometimes the name's all you got. 
Yeah, all, that's all we got. And the only viewer we have anymore is Eric. Eric, we love you. Please don't stop watching us or we'll kill ourselves. Uh, listening, listening. I don't know if he makes it this far into the show, man. I don't know if he's oh. ever heard the outro. Eric, ne Eric, next time you see Sean, give him the code word bun cakes, and then we'll know. Bun if, if, cakes. He, if he doesn't say bun cakes next time you see him, we'll know. He's just a poser. We'll know. We'll know he didn't watch. He's not going to say that. He's, he's not definitely say, oh, yeah, no. Even if he did listen, it's going to be he's so still, long from still, now yeah, he that he'll be like, ah, oh, fuck. Or it'll have the exact opposite thing. And he'll be like, why do I want to say bun cakes to him yeah, right just, now? like, ah, you remember. Is there a reason? We'll, we'll yeah, we'll count it. Uh, anyone uh, else, though, if you're watching, messages, bun cakes. You'll be our new favorite listener. That'll, you'll take the yep. cake. You'll win. Uh, just You'll don't take then, the whole just, just, cake. just don't suggest something for us to watch, and then uh, just berate us through constant messages when we don't like it. That's not good. Not a good thing. No, that's not. But yeah, we're gonna go. Um, we're gonna but, go watch a bonus episode. Do we want to tell them what the, we're gonna watch, or just let them? Yeah, find yeah, them? yeah. It's gonna be the thing that we mentioned last week during the or two weeks ago during the Forbidden Door episode um, that I brought up uh, that we had mentioned previously and put on a list of potential do, do, doing things it's the uh, Vampiro versus Pentagon Jr. Cerro Miedo match from Lucha Underground I think this thing's from like 2012 it's been a while but it's pretty good um, and yeah the whole match is on YouTube official upload El Rey Network definitely check it out so yeah we're gonna uh, go we'll get ready to watch that right here this week Later on a bonus episode on Talking Smart. Uh, at the same time. All right.